Sylvain Charlebois, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Now, the report suggests that uh, food prices could go up 4% or, or possibly more, and that is certainly way above the uh, rate of inflation in Canada and certainly above, well above my own salary increase. It's a bit, uh, it's a bit disturbing. What's, what's behind this? Well, so every year there's, there's something different. So, so this, uh, in 2019, it was all about vegetables. The vegetables were up 12%. We were expecting that last year. We were expecting vegetables to be higher uh, than usual. And uh, it was at the, actually we predicted 6%, not 12%. For this year with meat, there are some issues in China. China's buying a lot of meat products, and uh, that's why... Uh, we're going to have to pay a little bit more for pork and, uh, and beef as well. They are dealing with a swine fever. Uh, they have actually had to call a major part of their herd in Asia, and that's why they're buying pork and, and beef all over the world, really, including Canada. So this is not just a phenomena hitting Canada, but it's, a, it's, a, it's actually hitting everywhere. Are there certain uh, types of foods that are going to go up higher than others? I mean, you mentioned meat, obviously, but what else, perhaps? I, I mean, I, I heard a report that uh, because of uh, crop difficulties uh, here in North America, there might be a shortage of potatoes. Yeah, every now and then, uh, the, uh, our climate is playing tricks with us. Uh, and, and so every year, we kind of have to really be ready for, for these types of, of issues. Uh, it's happening more frequently. Of course, climate change has been around for a while, but what, what is different is how volatile prices are due to climate change. So you just mentioned potatoes, for example. Well, we are seeing our crops were affected by, by snow, early snow. And uh, we are expecting prices to go up probably by March or April when once winter inventories actually uh, get low. So this is, this is the reality that we have to deal with, unfortunately. How do you conduct a, a survey like this, which in essence kind of predicts the future in terms of uh, food prices? Yeah, so we've been at this for a decade, and uh, we've been doing okay, actually. Uh, last year, we, uh, we thought that a family of four would spend the $12,157, and uh, it ended up being $12,180. We, we missed our mark by 23 bucks. And the way we do it is that we actually run different models. Uh, we use econometrics, which is a, um, which is a tool that economists actually use and the other tool that we use is machine learning. And machine learning is, is a, uh, a tool used in computer science specifically. And it's, uh, it is used to forecast all sorts of things. And so we're using it to forecast food prices. The irony of it all, though, is that in order to predict and forecast Canadian food prices, we're actually using American data from the St. Louis Federal Reserve. So if you're using American data, I mean, we do have a different culture. We do have a slightly different climate. Uh, we do have a, a different kind of society with slightly different tastes, uh, perhaps even regionally in this country. How, how does that work out that, in fact, you have been relatively accurate? Well, so the, the American data that we use is actually related to Canada. And so the point that I'm trying to make is that the data we have in Canada is very poor and unreliable. And, we, and our models started to, do, to perform much more efficiently once we decided to let go of data coming out of StatsCan. 
So in, in terms of how much Canadians, uh, the, the average Canadian family, as you say, uh, are going to spend this coming year, uh, how much more are we roughly going to spend? For 2020, when we talk about 4%, that would equate to about $487 for a family of four. So that would be the average. So $487 is still a lot of money. And uh, the, the, thing, the thing about 2020 is that uh, we could see food inflation exceed 4% even because of what's going on with meat. The 2020 scenario looks a lot like 2014 when beef prices went up 25% in just a few months. So I'm not suggesting it's going to happen again, but it could happen. Is this likely to change how Canadians shop and the foods they eat? Uh, I'd say, yeah, absolutely. I, I do think that uh, people will uh, be triggered and will be, uh, will be enticed to, uh, to change their habits. In 2014, when beef prices went up, that's when, that's when consumers started to look around for, for other sources of protein. Looking at a, at a ripple effect of this, uh, Sylvain Charlebois, is this likely to affect, for example, the restaurant business, which will have to increase its prices, and people will say it's just too expensive to go to the restaurants now? We are spending about 36% of our budget on, on food service, so food consume and process outside the home. And that ratio is actually increasing every single year. So if there is one way to save money, don't spend as much at the restaurant. Absolutely, because you get less for the same amount of money. Uh, but that means that you would need to cook more and spend more time at home. And for a lot of people, that's almost impossible to do. The other thing that uh, we rarely talk about is, uh, is the freezer aisle. The freezer aisle is somewhat immune to uh, food inflation. So uh, we talked about potatoes earlier. Fresh potatoes are up 20% this past year. However, frozen potatoes are actually just about 5% more expensive. So because of the processing, you can actually uh, absorb some of the extra costs coming from potatoes uh, and, and package your product and, 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 and kind of not be affected too much by, by inflation. So those, that's another way for you to save some money in the grocery store. And, and again, uh, you, you sort of touched on this before, but is this a, a sort of a worldwide phenomenon? When you look at the entire globe, I would say that Canada's food bill is catching up to everyone else, excluding the Americans, of course, because America, in America they do have access to the cheapest food basket in the world. But when you go to Europe or other places in, in, in the world, people do spend more than 13% of their uh, household budget on, on food. It, it's close to 15, in some cases close to 20%. So our, our percentage is actually quite low compared to the Western world. Sylvain Charlebois, thank you so much for this. My pleasure.